Wow, it's Series 2. How exciting. So Series 2, Episode 1. In this episode, I talk to the one and only Pascal Fintoni discussing the best approach to video. We talk about the key principles of video marketing, how to be a great host, some of the best apps that are out there, and much more. Thanks for being a fab listener. Welcome to the Johnny Ross Audio Experience. I'm Johnny Ross, founder and digital marketing strategist of Fleet Marketing. Each podcast, I'll be bringing you an expert to inspire you, to give you some great business growth takeaways, and to get you thinking about marketing and the bigger picture of how businesses can improve, adapt, and grow. I look forward to sharing this with you on each podcast. So here we go. And welcome to another live Q&A. We have, uh, I'm Johnny Ross from Fleet Marketing. We've got uh, Pascal Fintoni here with us today. Do you want to say hello? Well, hello, everyone. And thanks very much for joining us live or on replay. And yeah, if you are watching on replay, please put hashtag replay. It will be really helpful to understand. Uh, we're live streaming on YouTube. We are live in our Facebook group uh, that was put together. Uh, it's the Coronavirus Yorkshire Business Support Group. Uh, the idea is it's to help as many businesses as possible during this uh, really tough time, uh, the, the coronavirus chaos, uh, to try and answer questions to give advice, to help, and to get experts like Pascal along to uh, help us on our journey, uh, whether that be if our business is in survival mode or actually trying to recover and and really do do well out of this. So, Pascal, just give us a, a bit of a background about yourself and, and what your business is. Well, thanks very much. So I've been involved in the world of marketing and sales, it would seem forever, but in the early 90s, specialized in online. Um, fame to claim, uh, I probably got one of the first email addresses in, in, in London. Uh, because I didn't know anyone, I just emailed myself. And uh, then I was given this um, website project in 1994 and became fascinated and passionate by you know, communication via the internet, Johnny, and how you can obviously encourage people to take action with us to join a um, fundraising campaign, with us to buy products, with us to use different services. And for the last few years, really, I've had the pleasure and privilege of being a trainer and speaker and kind of dissect and, and kind of explain in more practical terms the wonders of content marketing, building reputation, using uh, email marketing, SEO, social media. And uh, a passion of mine, which has been, been with me since childhood, has been film and video. And much to my surprise, for the last 10, 11 years now, I've also been talking about video marketing and how to approach it in a way where you use both good marketing systems and, and kind of strong foundations in communication, but also use storytelling at the heart of what you do. And, um, you know, with with what's happened in this world crisis, um, we've a lot of people have suddenly jumped to video. Um, Zoom uh, has skyrocketed in shares. Do, you don't have any uh, ownership in Zoom, do you? I wish I had. It's and, you know, nice all those years ago, they offered me some affiliate link. And I'm like, no, it's all right. Nobody's interested in Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's crazy how it's just come out of, of, of well, not nowhere, but it's it's uh, it's 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 gone huge. Um, and um, th th so is there a danger that we, you know, that we all just jump on this bandwagon of uh, of video um, without really thinking about it, is there a could we cause any harm by just jumping on video? Yeah, I mean, you can cause harm to your business reputation by jumping on on anything. Or what I mean by that is, there's a skill that you need to have as a business owner, and the skill is to say no more often than you say yes. And I think that yes, we can also look at the numbers, Johnny, about you know by X year. 80% of the web would be um, video content made up by Cisco, I think, to serve their purposes. And here we are in 2020, and it's not the case. Um, what, what I mean by um, the, the danger, the danger is you go about it in a way that distracts you from the real work that should be taking place. Um, and that's true back in the days of email marketing and blogging and the SEO and social media. Uh, there's a tendency, and I think that's part of human nature, to kind of rush in driven by passion and, and interest. But actually, if you're not careful and stop 
for a moment, I'm going to go, okay, so I've done my exploration. I can understand it better and be more about the subject matter. But what are what are the steps? What are the, the, the what is the execution that's going to make a big difference to, to my business? That's going to take the least amount of time and the least amount of effort. And when you run a business and you want to do marketing communication, you want to be doing content, you've got to be very, very careful not to fall in love with the practice of content creation and into this conversation, Johnny, video production. What I mean by that is your aspiration should never be to become a video producer, a filmmaker, a documentary maker, because that's not your chosen profession. And for those of us who are watching it live and replay, if you were to kind of let us know what your occupation is, uh, unless you are saying to me, I'm running a video production company, your aspiration should be, therefore, to go, right, well, we understand that I can communicate more um, and better, potentially, via video, but what are the formulas, what, what is the format that's going to require the least amount of time for me and give me the disproportionate amount of return? You know, you know my famous phrase when we speak at events together, minimum efforts, maximum results. Uh, and therefore, where we need to be very careful is when people go on YouTube and watch the execution of others, they kind of assume that this is the uh, the goal or this is you know kind of what you should aspire to. But be very careful. Those individuals are professional uh, video producer and they're busy doing their thing you should be busy doing your thing whilst it still is video you should do it you know your way very much like blogging you know we can all do a very good job to pull our business blogging but have no aspiration to become a award-winning author i mean if, if you become one then you wasted your time all those years ago blogging you should have been an author all along so so i think for me you're right you know there's a danger that we give ourselves too big a task but we also uh pursue a um yeah, we, we, we kind of go on a path that takes us away from supporting the business and we learn new skills and and new ways of doing things which are more uh, appropriate for a video producer, not a sales and marketing professional. Yeah, I think that's a really good analogy that you just gave around the uh, blogging, actually, because, you know, the, the barrier there is you don't need to be an author to start blogging. Um, and and, and it's, it's likewise, it's just a, a, on a different channel, isn't it? But it's it's around the, the uh, thinking the same way, I guess. Um, so uh, the what we're talking about here is how best to use video, how to make, uh, you know, how to be a great host. I mean, I don't know if I'm performing well right now. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sure you'll be able to give me some feedback. <laughs> but but we're talking about whether you're making video marketing for your for your business, whether it be vlogs, uh, whether it be uh, uh, your YouTube channel. Um, I also wanted to ask, whilst we're in this uh, different way of working, where you felt um, video, you know, how you feel video works and fits with uh, internal comms. So whether that be uh, talking to your staff or uh, talking to uh, potential clients and customers, um, you know, should we should we be instead of on our phone, we've got a phone button and we've got a video button. Should actually we just be clicking the video button more when we when we ring someone? Well, at, at this moment in time, because we are being asked, rightly so, to uh, keep apart from each other, keep distance, the last thing you want to do is send more emails. So this one is 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 already a given. You should send less emails. What you should be doing is make more phone calls, send more text, actually, particularly if you want to get very personal, and surprise people by doing some video messages or some video calls. So the difference being, um, Johnny, you send me an email, <coughs> excuse me, you ask me a question or you express. Uh, so, And I said, you know what? Right now, what Johnny needs is, is a bit more human interactions. What I'm going to do is grab my phone and I'm going to record a message saying, hi, Johnny, thanks for your email. And this is the answer. This is a reaction to, to what you just said. And I can send through a messenger, WhatsApp, uh, you know, your LinkedIn you know, as an attachment. And what you're going to do here with video, and we're gonna, I'm going to give more details in a moment, is the role of video is to show qualities that you have as an individual and professional that 
the written word and static images can't quite uh, manage in, in terms of um, what you do. Because with video, you have facial expression. You and I, you know, we've been talking for a while now and we've been quite animated. You, you have the warmth uh, of the voice, you've got the intonations, you've got the, the, the dramatic poses and, and the exclamations and so on. So with that, somebody is getting a richer experience by getting a 30 second video message as opposed to a three line um, email and, and so on and so forth. So, so I think the point you, you, the question you're raising is I always believed that actually video would have a stronger role to play in customer service and internal comms than external comms. But of course, that's the, that's the default position. Let's use video to market ourselves. I agree, and we can discuss that. But actually, when it comes to customer service, there's enormous amount you, you can do. So, for example, um, I'm working with some clients to uh, translate their FAQs on their website. You know, the, the, usually the, the quite boring and dry kind of page with the FAQs, and you've got to click on and so on. And we've done some an analysis, and we say, well, it's interesting. You know, you're answering 20 questions, but really people only care about those five. So, since those five questions are so important, shall we then add a video message? So, people can have the choice to play the video or to read the text, but more importantly, for all visitors, what they're left with is thinking, wow, but somebody really cares, they've taken the trouble to add a video message to what is normally a, quite a mundane page. So yeah, video marketing, video customer service, video internal comms, and for many of our listeners and viewers who are obviously working with teams now working in remote location, primarily home, and for some of them, bless them, could be the spare bedroom, the kitchen table, and so on. Nobody's is kitted up with uh, what they need. Uh, that's what they, they go to work. I think you should, as a team leader, uh, do two things. You should definitely have the, the team meeting via whatever, but you should also have the one-to-ones. And what I would recommend with, with the one-to-ones is similar to what you would do in the office. You know, you would do the team meeting in the, uh, in, in the, the meeting room, so to speak, but the one-to-one -one could be done at the kitchen near the coffee machine and just letting the individual, you know, your subordinates, your, your staff member, your team members, your project team um, members, just tell you a bit more about how they're feeling, the troubles they're having, so on and so forth. And I think as a team leader, what you should do is invite people not on, let's say, Zoom or Skype or Microsoft Teams, because that's the meeting room, but say to them, do you have a quick uh, chinwag on WhatsApp or Messenger? So you make the decision to change the environment and then let the individual tell you about the difficulty of working from home. Let them tell you about how hard it is to go shopping and the worries they have about their elderly mother who lives, you know, halfway across the country. Uh, and then either just listen or, or kind of, you know, offer some advice if it's all appropriate. But you might find that you, that's you using video correctly as a leader. Uh, and, and that to me is the one that we don't talk often enough because understandably people want to know about marketing. Such such a, a clever idea of of using different. Uh, so instead of using Zoom, which would be like going into a meeting room, using WhatsApp or or FaceTime uh, to have more of a, a a casual chat. Such a really clever and simple idea. And mm. um, we are we are going to get into uh, how to make the best video, um, some of the best practices. Uh, we're going to talk about apps and tools, um, and, uh, and 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 the best ways of going uh, about video. Um, but but just um, one 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 of the things that I just wanted to tap into, you know, uh, from a personal point of view, um, you're in the UK right now. Uh, you were you were hoping to be in France, uh, and and with this chaos, I know it's uh, it's 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 not nice at all because you were hoping to be back with your parents, and you were you were sort of starting going to going to even start looking at creating a business over in France and this crisis has sort of changed things for you. So uh, completely, I'm, yeah. guessing, I'm guessing the last two or three weeks have been just as difficult as everyone else. Uh, yeah, I mean, difficult because, listen, um, as I mentioned a moment ago, working from home solely is is not for everyone. I mean, I have uh, an office space near Durham where, where I go. I usually go on site, as we call it, and I would go to client premises or to uh, different training venues. Um, so home is has been, you know, the minority of, of the time. But to your point, I, I had a business plan like everybody else. And 2020 was really uh, an ambitious goal of setting up a French office 
and offering my services to French exporters. So one of the challenges has been to let go of that plan, which was actually a great source of inspiration for me and a kind of drive, you know, doing the work in the UK with uh, public sector programs and my, my own clients, but also opening up, you know, opportunities in France. And one, the um, I, I did find it challenging, Johnny, to having to reconcile myself and, and accept that, um, events that I couldn't really control, that were beyond the amount of control and understanding, were going to have such a dramatic impact that I had to forego 50% uh, uh, of my thinking, for like, and 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 motivation for this year, because I suspect the out aftermath will be such that traveling will still remain difficult and tricky, and the mindset in terms of you know my prospects in France and and whatever means that like everybody else, whatever plans we've had, we're going to lose between six to ten months of the year. So now I've had to in the space of three weeks go. Uh, almost well never mind this is not different so now you push that to 2021 and it's just uh, incredibly frustrating to have a plan to be motivated by your plan and for your plan to be attacked and having to reset completely and put different projects in place so what what it's left me with was uh, literally a gap. I mean, it was like a chasm because that was a big chunk of my thinking um, and a creative energy to to have this business in France. So I had to replace with with other projects, and and yeah, it's it's frustrating because um, you know as a small business we we work hard enough as it is. We just need to be given a break, and and goodness, that that's just you know put the spanners in, in the work. But I'm describing something that has been experienced by everybody um, out there. And I think that the, the, the real frustration for me, that this is where you need to have projects that bring positivity, we're going to talk to in a moment, is frustration is, is the fact that to be able to plan, you need information. And at this moment in time, for all the right reasons, we lack information at all levels. So then you end up having to operate almost with that very short line of sight. You know, it's it's in, in a matter of days and weeks, as opposed to months and years. And and that's also been an interesting way to readjust. Yeah. Okay. Um. So talk to us about. Uh. You know, we, we're wanting to create a great video. Maybe we've not really done video before. Um. Or we've we've certainly thought about it. Maybe we've tried it, but we don't feel we've nailed it. Nailed it. We don't feel feel it's been strategic. Um. Mm. What are the the key principles of creating really good video to be able to market your business okay so let me start by saying that you will not begin your journey as a video marketer by creating videos at all you will be tempted to you'll have a goal and then you will have to deal with disappointment and despair. Uh, and when you look at your work, as all video producers and filmmakers before you, and the reason for that is is as follows: we let's use, let's go back to the term video marketing for a moment, Johnny. So what we're doing here, two words: video marketing. We're looking at ways to promote our business, to create higher visibility and credibility via video as a medium. Video marketing remove video, you can have email marketing, uh, social media marketing, you name it. So video to market, market the business. The term is not video making, it's video marketing. And one of the biggest challenge when it comes to video marketing is distribution. Making videos is that easy to a point, you know, you, you will learn about your mistakes and so on. And that reminds me of a story that I've shared uh, before, which is, one of my first projects as a very young marketing assistant in London was to get some video, um, a promotional video made. This going, we're going back to VHS cassettes, by the way, Johnny, uh, back, in, <laughs> back in the 90s. Some of our younger viewers and listeners will not know what that is. I was working for a tour operator. They had some new, new destinations that were not particularly known to the um, UK audience. So we, uh, I was with a TV, stroke video production company, and we filmed away resorts, hotels, swimming pools, you name it, and then pulled together a, um, a great video um, 20 for, for the time. And then they said, well, how many do you want? So what we did, Johnny, back then, foolishly, we looked at the database mailing list, and we went, oh, brilliant, well, we need 20,000. We have 20,000 people, and there's like 20,000 uh, copies. Now, can you imagine how much space you need 
for 20,000 VHS cassettes and uh, <laughs> their boxes arriving in the office one day with three massive lorry. We had boxes of cassettes for years under the desk, in the loft, in a canteen, by reception. Uh, and it took forever to get rid of them because you can't send 20,000 um, cassettes like this. I mean, I spent many weekends uh, putting um, cassettes, cassettes in jiffy bags, sticky labels, and so on. It was, it was just awful. And that taught me a very important lesson, which is before you even think of creating video, you've got to have sorted out distribution. You need to know how you're going to distribute this video well. Otherwise, whilst a video file on your hard drive doesn't take much space physically, it's still gathering dust and not helping your business. So uh, having with that in mind, distribution being the number one challenge of video marketing, not making, I want to take people through three principles, if you allow me, and then three steps of the journey of a video marketer. So, so, so the first principle is quite simply that we are at our best in conversation mode. So, so that's something that um, you need to appreciate. Therefore, the kind of videos that in the future you'll be making would be really solo monologues to to the camera or to to the webcam and, and there's no other reason for that but but number one is as a future customer i need to base my decision whether or not i believe in you and trust you not just on this amazing advice you can share by talking to yourself or to the lens but actually by observing the way you behave as a person with others and i need to find therefore signals that um, when I see you and hear you in conversation with others, that's a precursor to my future experience with you and potentially a long-term working relationship. So I need to know basically whether I'm going to like you uh, if we become uh, you know much close, closely acquainted. And the only way you can I can do that and see that as a um, as a future customer is to observe and see you in conversation a mon monologue. A well rehearsed and performance um, performed kind of recital is not going to help me at, at, at all. So that's kind of uh, principle number one. It's a, it's a very very important one. The second principle is you should always go for the simplest video, which is going to have the greatest impact. This is not a um, invitation for complex productions and and to showcase your your abilities as an as an editor. I mean, you can try. I mean, and certainly if you have skills as an editor, please go ahead. But that will make no difference to someone's belief in you, whether the video is well edited or, or not. Um, however, if, if the, the video is useful and has a great impact on me, then it's going to help the business. And the, the third one is that video should make what you do already work harder. So video is not, uh, or video efforts are not out of context. You are already busy marketing your business. You are already busy keeping in touch with your staff. You're already busy trying to inform your customers and be ensure customer care. You are just asking the question, would a video make this work harder? Would a video make this task uh, have a greater impact or have more longevity and so on and so forth? So these are the three kind of principles that should inform and guide someone's judgment. So. Then I want to move on to the the steps. Before you go on to the steps, so I, I really liked your first principle, which is you know let's actually see conversation and let's you know in, instead of that sort of just one to one camera. Um, so so someone in a, in in this position, you know, they're just starting out, thinking that they should do some video. Um, what? How do they? How can they do that conversation if, if there's no one sort of volunteering to to do a Q and A session? What's the any any thoughts on how you would get that going? Um, yes, in, absolutely. In a, in a business, and, and in fact, that that plays to the, the steps I, I want to explain now, Johnny. Oh, okay, you're absolutely right. The um, you know, it's all well and good for me to, to sit here and say, guess what? Uh, it's going to be that easy. All you have to do is have conversations. But uh, actually, as you know, as a producer yourself for this series and the others, it takes quite, quite a bit of time. So, so I think for me, it's it's about embracing your journey as as a video marketer, knowing that it will not start by making videos. But when you do make videos, they're, a bit, they're going to be conversations, not uh, performance to camera. Because the large majority of my, my customers have told me, 
I'm nervous about going on camera. I don't like the way I look. I don't like the way I sound. I, you know, all the reasons which actually are very valid. I say, fine, don't do that then. But still do something to market your business using video. So the first step to really build your confidence and understanding of what video marketing is about will not start with video creation. That's almost the third and last step. We're going to have a step just before or two steps before and step number one i'm going to call this quite simply video curation so this is how it works johnny you are going to let people your audience know that video and video content is going to become the new normal for you that is you're going to be essentially um, sharing and publishing more video content but if you've not done so for a, a while, you've had a break or you've never done that before, it would be very odd for your audience to suddenly out of nowhere see you appear with a monologue to camera or a conversation I've just mentioned ago. That's too much of a jarring effect. So, well, there was nothing from Johnny for a while, apart from the occasional blog, whatever, I'm just being mean, and a few tweets. And suddenly is a new, is, is a video superstar. Where does that come from? And then actually just retrench. So what we do instead is pace ourselves um, and we're going to show a wonderful quality. Uh, we're going to show that we're curious and we're so passionate about keeping ourselves informed about a number of things that we do come across some interesting videos and we take pleasure in sharing those videos on. We're going to become the ultimate go-to video curator. I'm a very busy guy, Johnny. If you can always point to me the number one video this week about SEO and other subject matters that you and I are very passionate about, I will thank you for it. And guess what? I will let people know. Oh, by the way, Johnny Ross just mentioned this video produced by somebody else or BC. So you're building your brand already and you're building this goodwill from your audience by being the ultimate librarian of videos. So the way to do that is to almost declare in advance that on behalf of your audience, you're going to take on this research project. You're going to become this journalist, Johnny. And you say, listen, I've listened to some of you. I've asked some questions. Maybe I've done a, a survey. And for the next few weeks, I'm going to be looking at one, two, three maximum key questions, key challenges, key themes, content themes, I would call them. And leave it to me. Uh, I will take the trouble to spend hours and hours on YouTube so that you only have to spend minutes um, you know, watching the best of the best. So that's um, very powerful because it introduces the concept of video as part of um, your day-to-day -day in future. You are working with someone else's effort to begin with. You're promoting your, your business. But where it starts to get really, really smart is whenever you find a video, I want you to do the share save save embed so share save embed so first you come across a lovely video on youtube you share it as is with a few words a few comments on social media great next you're going to save that on a playlist dedicated to that particular theme on your youtube channel and if you fast forward a few weeks a few months you may end up with a youtube channel which has your name with playlist number one, two, three, four, five, with maybe between you know three to ten videos, and you're going to say, whenever you have a questions on that subject or you have a challenge, go to my channel. I've got a playlist where I've carefully selected and curated some of the best videos that will give you some clear answers about that challenge. That playlist can be promoted on social media and so on and so forth. So share and save. The last thing is some of those videos um, will connect with you more than others, or there could be some that you go, you know what, that research project on that subject, that challenge, that theme, I had such a great time, I'm going to write a blog about it. So then you go onto your website, you're going to write a summary of your research, and you're going to embed those videos on YouTube. But you don't just embed the videos, you're going to watch them again, and you're going to timestamp whenever there's something very significant or something very uh, impactful being said. So let's say, for example, you wanted to embed a TED Talk, and the TED Talk is half an hour. You need to kind of increase the values, otherwise you're just kind of copying and pasting a video. But if you put a TED Talk, and then you say, 
at seven minutes, this is a statement. At 12 minutes, this is a question. At 23 minutes, it says, you know, the advice. Then you're adding value to my viewing and my watching, and you are building your brand and you're showing qualities to your prospects by curating video, which is by far the most important step on your way to being a video creator. Such a clever idea. Um, and uh, and I'm sure people watching uh, can 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 sort of understand how that could easily be part of a a, a routine uh, to to slowly but surely get into video. I just wanted to touch on just just one thing that you mentioned there, just just for the uh, the the technical or non technical people mm -hmm. that may have the question. Uh, you said about bookmarking the video. Were you talking about technically bookmarking it, or were you talking about just in the in the notes putting you know go to seven minutes? I just wanted to be sure about. Oh what yeah, you so, were... so so what I, what I do on, on on my website, you know, I, I'll, it's embedded, and I've got my WordPress website. I press play, and I listen again, and I just go, oh yeah, and I literally type using words. Five minutes, you know, I put the time five minutes seven seconds. Great statement about how to do that. So you just you just type it in. So it's in the in the notes. In the notes, right. in, in a blog post, and yeah, and the sharing and saving and embedding, it's all done within your YouTube uh, dashboard. So it's easy on the laptop. I'll grant you that. Then a mobile phone, but it can be done. So really, the, the only commitment with regard to video curation is a bit of time, but have to essentially be loyal to the theme or question you want to explore for the foreseeable future. So don't have too many at the same time and don't change. So it's if, so for example, um, you wanted to Johnny, explore more about how one can manage a team remotely as, as, a, as a concept uh, on behalf of your audience, that's it. And you need to therefore go deep and spend and be thorough about it, not just do a, a quick few minutes on YouTube. Um, but your customers will, will thank you for it. So I mean, practically what we need to do, pen and paper, is make two lists. List number one would be the kind of questions your customers are likely to have. Maybe the aspirations for the future could be also part of your, your kind of reflection. You know, and then more importantly, what do they need to know beyond the bit that you do? I think that's a very important one to explore because, again, you want to be seen to be, um, again, aware of the the broader situation or the broader kind of universe that you operate in, and not just simply talk about your favorite subject. The same would be for me. Um, so I know that there are many topics and and specialism that complement what I do. They don't they don't what I do, but I know people need to know about sales, the web design, and cybersecurity, and and all raft of things that I don't do as a professional. But I will do my utmost to curate it and 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 share it to my with my audience and then repurpose that into playlists and so on. So list number one is reconnecting with what is important with your customer base beyond your core offering. And then list number two, one that grows over time, is to simply find the content creators out there. And, and by the way, this method can be true for uh, written articles, podcasts, as well as videos. But with the case of video, I think YouTube is definitely going to be your go-to destinations, although Vimeo is also a very important one. And then, you know, when you think about the question of a um, you know managing a remote uh, team, who are the go-to authorities out there from government to private sector? Are there any events organizers who have recorded their speakers and published it on YouTube? Are there any providers from technical solutions to processes are there any trainers and mentors who are already actively publishing content on youtube that you want to uh, and then just google them find them and then record that what you can do when you find a good content creator is of course subscribe to their channels so when you have a youtube account and you subscribe to their channels whenever they do something new you get an alert so then the work is even easier. So if I want to know, I'll always be ready to tell you and your audience more about, about Google My Business and you know Google uh, Maps, then I subscribe to the Google My Business YouTube channel. And whenever they, the team at Google publish something new, I get a signal, I watch it. If it's not very good, I'll pass. If it's brilliant, I'll share, save, embed. Brilliant, brilliant advice. Uh, so am I right? That's step one, that's curating. Step, that's correct, yeah. So that, that's... 
that's curating content mm -hmm. and uh, and it sounds like a really great first step uh, and i can see how it can be really resourceful and and really it, i mean it's the it's the old principles of blogging when you blog you should always link out to resources and, and create clickable content um and you become the authority on uh on on knowing that, that where things are across the world wide web so it's this, it's the same principles really it's it's, it's a really simple uh great idea and, and thank you for introducing it to us it's uh, it's very clever not at all. And, and I must say, uh, this came to mind because of my customers were challenging me, saying, I'm still not ready. I don't, and I said, okay, what, what can we do? And it was just this idea of, well, actually, you can still market your, your business with video. You don't have to have made the video. You just need to, to add value yeah. and, and commit to, to that um, subject matter or that question. So that's step one. And listen, that could serve you well. I mean, that, that could make a big difference to your business once you know literally a networking events and and whatever you'll say have you seen johnny's your channel it's got this playlist on this go check it out and then your your business is increasing the visibility video curation will help really a lot in building your your confidence but before we go straight from there to becoming a video creator there's a step in the middle which i'm going to call a video contribution which allows me to do the alliteration of curation, contribution, and creation, which I'm very, very keen on as a marketer to always find clever ways to summarize my things. So the three C's, you know, of curation, contribution, and creation. Now, contribution is quite simply, you are going to become a guest on someone else's conversation. So with curation you're going to build your confidence you're going to understand, understand more about videos and how they work how they get published you will come across obviously some great conversations because you are sharing them on and as a responsible uh, editor as you mentioned a moment ago johnny you will tag the authors and the guests and so on on twitter on linkedin and so on and when they are on the playlist they get it's, uh, a paying from youtube when you are um, embedding their videos into your summary article and share it online again through social you're going to tag the authors so a, a number of them are going to thank you because they've been brought up properly by their parents and, and so on and whenever someone gets back in touch as an author and says thank you your next move is to go you're absolutely more than welcome your work is is brilliant by the way if you are looking for future guests i'm interested nice yeah nice that's method number one if you will whereby you've already kind of earned your stripes because you've been a promoter of, of their content there is a, a tacit kind of relationship there and you're just formalizing it um by you know doing that that method number one method number two is to do a more direct approach with somebody that is is not part of your curation you know you could stumble upon something and go wow that's amazing uh, I'm not going to wait. I'm going to get straight into into contact with them, and I'm going to you know get in touch. Again, think about a conversation we had a moment ago. It may pay you to do a message via social media as opposed to an email. It may pay to do a video message. It may pay you to pick up the phone as opposed to doing email. The reason why I'm saying that is because there is now a bit of an abuse out there where people are, are kind of uh, bombarding people like you and I with emails saying, can I be a guest, can I be a guest? But they have obviously a vested interest in flogging a course, a book, that kind of things. I know you have the pleasure. Uh, when, it's, when it starts, you know, you've made it. When um, essentially PR agencies and uh, bureaus, as they call themselves, try and push their client or their, their case on your platform, I tend to turn that down. So you need to make it a you know, very personal approach. When, no matter the method, whether it's because you've been curating their content or the discovered, you've got to be ready for the next question, which is, so you, um, I get in touch with you, Johnny, because I've seen you active online. I've already curated. You may vaguely remember my name from the, the tagging and the ping you get from Twitter and LinkedIn. Your next question is going to be, what do you want to talk about? And you've got to be ready for that and and have a very clear answer. And my recommendation would be that there should only be a very small 
number of things you want to talk about. I know that your your knowledge and your track record and years of experience means that you can talk about a large number of things. But for a host um, like you and I, it's so much easier to put things in the diary and to categorize and to plan for the future if I'm given a very clear you know, finite number of topics or questions you want to you want to be to be answering. One good way to show that you are professional about it, about being a guest, is to simply um, create a media CV. Now, this is something that I've borrowed from the world of PR. Now, the media CV is something that we used back in the days of print and TV and radio before the internet, where I was trying to get my bosses to be interviewed. On you know on, on a platform, and the media CV should be a simple um, A4 side A4 side document. You can do this on Canva if you want. And what you want to do on the media CV is put obviously a photography um, of you, probably the one that would be used to promote the conversation down the line, a very very short uh, biography, and then within that the key questions and topics that the host can ask you and, and kind of make their life so much easier. If you have it, you can also put some links to previous instances where you've been a guest, and you can also obviously put your all your contact details, email, telephone number, and, and social media, so that in, in one page, I can scan it and go, right, that's the reason why I'm going to invite Johnny to ask him actually that, that question he just written down because that's great, or, or to talk about that topic. So the media CV is not new. It's been around forever back in the world of PR, but I'm using it now to also help my customers focus and commit to what they want to talk about and also to accelerate um, the host feeling quite um, keen to invite you on board. The video contribution is you're a guest on someone else's platform, whether it's pre-recorded, live, uh, whether it's a podcast, or indeed, uh, whether it's it's a blog, you know, that'll be done to, to the host. Great. Um, yeah, uh, it's fascinating to hear this and and uh, and and just just playing it out. It just sounds so 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 simple, really, uh, and 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 but more so effective as well. Um, mm. So step three. Step three. So you have done your your job you've been curating and are still curating by the way becomes a habit and your channel is getting the traffic people are praising you they're thanking you for your usefulness for being so curious video contribution you show yourself to be very humble that you don't you don't mind being the guest and being asked questions being helpful to others video curation will help you build your confidence video contribution will help you build your audience because there's nothing more disheartening to do and, and be the creator, but to have little to no reactions. It's, it's not great. But also what it does with video contribution is in you, it forces you to commit to the next stage because you could be quite comfortable to stay as a guest. And indeed, it works it works wonders because when a conversation is, is being recorded and finished, the host will share it on to his or her network. That's visibility for you. You're going to share it to your network visibility for them kind of works well but you kind of eventually need to step it up and become the host so you need to reverse the role so i would say once you've been a guest maybe two or three times and that's going to continue when the host will say to you right we know time's up what's that effect um we need to say our goodbyes thank you again for being so helpful any final message to our audience or anything you'd like to share with them? And you're going to declare and announce your future video series. You're going to make a commitment right there on their show, whether it's live or pre-recorded, say, I've got a new video series going out. It is about fill the blank. You know, this is about this topic. And I'm looking forward. I, I need some guests. If you're interested, please, this is how you get in touch with me. So the the host's um, network and audience will, will hear that message, so will yours. You might indeed return the favor and invite your host um, as a guest, but you commit to your video series whilst recording a video, which is kind of great for you, and then you, you've got to get on with doing those videos you've just committed to do. It's a bit like, you know, when um, film companies, when they, get, they start production and they release a teaser trailer, and they've, they've got to do it now. 
they can't let people down, let themselves down. So I think it's, it's a trick of the mind. Uh, I, I agree, but it works. It's very powerful. And once you've announced your video series, then you need to kind of plan for that. And you're going to move into video creation, which is our third and final step. Uh, but that time, weeks and months have passed, but you've already been successful as a video marketer without creating any videos. You've curated and you've been a contributor. You've helped somebody else's on their, on their journey. So with video creation, I recommend that you choose well, there's three styles really of conversations you can have. Remember, whilst if it's appropriate, you can do those solo uh, monologues to camera if that's helpful. I think there'll be a minority. I think you very quickly exhaust what you can do, what you can pull off yourselves, and how you can engage. I want you in conversation with others. And there's three conversations really there's the um, expert Q&As just pretty much like today, Johnny, where you ask me questions, I give you answers, answers based on experience and expertise. The second one, which is actually a fun one to do as well, is the news roundup. The news roundup is the same. You are in conversation with um, others, and we are updating each other with latest developments and latest changes on a particular theme, subject, or industry. So you can have a industry-specific news roundup, what's the latest in the world of construction industry. Or you can have a news roundup, as I do every month, on social media. Or you can have a news roundup on whatever. So news roundups are great. Expert Q&As usually are, like today, you ask the questions and give the answer. News roundups can be more of a panel discussion. So I've done some where you can have up to six people. You need to be very well organized as the host. You may even have a co-host behind the scenes. People take turn. But usually news roundups are between three to four people, and they give an update on what's been happening. And then the final uh, form of video creation is what I call the um, technology tracker. So technology tracker is almost like a product tool. So if you are aware of a new um, online application, of a new software, if you're aware of a new solution that people should know about, then what you can do is inv invite either the developers or the users to give you, Johnny, a tour of the platform because you don't know it so well. So again, humility. But that recording of the conversation where on behalf of the audience, you ask questions about how to use um, you know, Google Search Console or how to use a, the studio data studio whatever it might be means that uh, you have content that your audience obviously um, quite interested so you have the choice expert q a's news roundups and technology tracker if you're in your industry it's not so much about technology it could be about process and methodology so maybe you could invite somebody to tell you about a new way of doing something a new process that's been introduced that is new so you know they give you a tour on how to integrate that into your organization so these are the three types of conversations you should be having um so i leave you to, I leave you to ask me some questions about those and then we can talk about maybe how you can recall those conversations yeah so no i think i mean i think i think you've made it really clear to be honest um and uh and and yeah i was about to ask you uh around some of the the, the tools or apps or uh the, the things you'd use um you know do we just get our iphone and do it with that you can do you can use the iphone you can use the, the laptop you know i i don't recommend for those conversations to necessarily use a camera that you have to then uh, find a way to hotwire into your laptop and so on and so forth. So I tend to use for my conversation the, the the laptop, and we use a platform called Zoom for that. That's a, a, an option amongst many. But you know you have you can use Skype, you can use um, Whereby. You know there there are other options. But the idea being that you want the split screen. So uh, as as you're doing there now, there's two uh, options. You can pre-record, or you can go live. So if it's pre-recorded, things like you know, yeah, Zoom, um, indeed, you know, go to meetings. I'm forgetting, you know, where are by, um, Skype, and so on, um, can work really, really quite well for you. If you have a, um, if you're using a Mac, you can also do something called an eCam call recorder, and that records a Skype call. You know, so that could be a preference. Or if you're using a normal PC, you can use Pamela 
for Skype as well to record the call. So you record the, the conversation um, as is. Your preference may be that you want to go live um, as you are doing today, um, Johnny. So I know that you're using StreamYard for that, which um, I have to say you know, it looks very impressive. But the other options include BeLive.tv. And if you're a Mac user, you also have Ecamm Live. They tend to be the the one where you don't have to do much work to to kind of get going, because the work should be spent on securing the guest, organizing the scheduling, and, and, and that kind of things. So in terms of the, the the platform and devices, whether you want to do it from a mobile phone or laptop, you'll have to have an interface, and those interface as are the, the, from the names I've, I've mentioned. There are other things that then you can do to improve the, I suppose, the quality of what is being captured, both visually and, and orally. So nowadays, most uh, computer webcams do really well, and they do really well, but they do need a, a, a lot of light compared to a normal camera. So do some tests you know, about how you do that. If your computer is a little older or you want to simply improve the, the how sharp and fresh you know, the, the um, image is, then you may want to invest into a little extra, which is essentially that way a, um, a webcam. Now this is the um, infamous Logitech and it's kind of well well known and it will allow you to increase the uh, high definition quality of the video being captured bear in mind that it just puts a bit more gentle pressure on your computer and the cpu usage then the next thing is uh, now that the image um, is right because we we kind of did what we could with the light working from home that has limitations um i've, I've done the webcam i've got an extra spotlight um that i use sometime because with my uh, essentially spare bedroom is located by the time the sun comes around i'm just in complete darkness so i've added a bit a bit more a bit more light and i don't know if, if you can see if i switch it off if i put it on there's a bit of a bit of difference so the webcam will make some rectifications so you can buy some very very simple uh, kind of lights you know the, the flat leds the the prices have collapsed quite a bit uh you know it is kind of interesting and that's just enough for you to concentrate on, on what's going on Sound-wise, um, unlike you, I'm, I'm nowhere near as disciplined. I can never stand still. So using the mic the way you're using it, it would be quite impossible for me. So my voice would be, keep going in and out of, of the, the, the mic. So I've, I've gone for, for the headset. And this is a very simple uh, Sennheiser PC8. It uh, costs very little on, on Amazon. And, and the voice has been um, really, really good. If you do live sessions, what I mean by that is... Um, on your own only, so you're not in conversation with others, then maybe the, the, what you can do to avoid um, is, well, you can use obviously the uh, the normal kind of um, hands-free, that they work well. Just be careful about how they move around and sometimes the mic will catch, you know, the color of your shirt and that kind of thing. So be careful that you don't end up having that constant tap um, going on. But I've, I've when I used to do um, more live session than I am now, as in talking to an audience and then they would ask questions, you know, through through text. So there was no sound coming back. Um, I, I, I used a lapel mic. So this is the um, Smart Lav Plus from a company called Road. Yeah, this company here. And they do the Smart Lav Plus. So what you would do is clip the mic, put that onto your I had to do it that way, it's a mirror image. Put that onto you, plug it onto your mobile phone or laptop, and the sound would be exceptionally good, particularly if you want to repurpose your, your videos. But that's primarily for when it's just you talking, there's no sound sound back. So when because you and I have a conversation, I need to hear what you're saying as well as you know talk to you. So that's why I've got I've got the headset. I did have a um, for a while, I did use the um, Audio Technica for a while. But because I kept moving and I kept banging my desk, uh, I realized that this wasn't for me. Then which microphone have you got, um, Johnny, for, for you? That's a good question, isn't it? I've had it for a couple of years and I can't remember the name of it. That's uh, right. <laughs> fin, fin Fine Technologies. Fin Fine Technologies. Um, I can certainly... Uh, uh, get right. it, but I've had it for a couple of years, and uh, and and it was it was a recommendation from someone else, as you've described, uh, someone that I was being interviewed on. They had, uh, and and uh, yes, yeah, so it was it was just from a recommendation, really. But I've got the whole uh, uh, arm, you know. The, yeah, yeah. 
you want type of thing. Yeah, yeah. But now it's good for you. I like that idea though. The um, for me, I had it, and when I watch it again, because I move and and I describe describe things and so on, I know as well disciplined as you are. So, (laughs) so really, the I mean, for less than hundred pounds, you could kit yourself up. Uh, And please understand, you know, I mean this to you and to our audience today. I've got three massive crates full of audio and video gear that I never use. <laughs> I'm a sucker for buying new stuff, which I, I never use. My wife would be the first one to complain about it. And I just say, well, just in case, in case of what? <laughs> so the, the, aim, the aim of the game is not to buy a kit. The aim of the game is to be an amazing host. And you're going to become an amazing host because first you show the quality of being curious about curating then a quality of being humble and helpful at the same time by being a contributor on someone else's platform. Then you should the quality again of being, you know, very caring and um, and so on. And and all this really because a customer will be able to reach the decision that you are the right supplier for them, not because you are able to perform well to camera on your own with a kind of polished YouTube st- style stuff, but because they can observe you in conversation with others as a result of which they see qualities in you as a human being that let's, st- I mean, it's for me the, the best compliment you could hope for is someone watches the video and they don't say what a great video or wow, look at the editing or look at, they look at the video and go, this person is someone that I would love to know more or I would love to meet. And that is the job. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to wrap this up with one final uh, question um, uh, before I come to yourself. Just, uh, but um, what's the the future um, uh, customer or future client wanting uh, from, uh, from video? What's, what's the future customer wanting? Do you mean in terms of uh, me as a marketer addressing an audience and, uh, no, sorry. As in, as in, our, as in our future customers, yeah. Um, what and uh, or potential clients? What is it? Is it the theme that we've talked about? Is it that they just want really good advice, really good help, really good resource, or is there is there anything else that we've not considered, or is that exactly what they're wanting? If you think about what people, why people go online, they go online for two things: to inform themselves, uh, um, so that they can make better decisions down the line or to verify that claims that they've, they've heard about you as in terms of how you conduct yourself as a professional is indeed true. So I, I don't think that's ever, ever going to change. So the more you can be seen and heard being helpful with others like me, the better. But I'm going to go back to my first point. I think that the real future is in video customer service, not video marketing. Yep. Okay. Really, uh, as in really that in terms of the, the, the gentle pressures and demand on ourselves, it's going to be a, a lot less, um, you know, you anxiously finding a way journey to show that you know your stuff, but yeah. actually you keeping in touch with all the right people using video. Really good point. Um, I have a feeling I know the answer to this question. Um, what message do you have <laughs> to, uh, to everyone watching? Uh, and, uh, do you have any uh, thoughts or questions you want to put out there? You know, th- thanks. I mean, two things. Um, what I will say is th- the nervousness th- that you may experience right now is only natural and is normal. So don't confuse nervousness with lack of abilities. Just um, I could show you countless interviews with actors and film directors and producers who tell you how you know wrecked with nerves and fear they were at the start of any projects, and albeit their projects a bit bigger, but even after all these years. So nervousness equal um, you know, wishing to get it right, um, which uh, I've given the steps to get it right. Um, the second, the second thing is be a guest as soon as possible. That would be my recommendation whilst you do the curation that that will help you. But in terms of um, my work and, you know, you kindly asked me about my plans for for the future and the gaps that have been created. So um, I'm launching a new video series uh, tomorrow, in fact, formally. I've got a teaser video to share. And this video series is really inspired by what is happening right now to all of us. And as you know, I've got family in France and in Italy and in the US. I keep in touch with them. 
which gives me a particular perspective about what's happening. But I have to say those conversations are always very uplifting. Uh, there was a funny side to everything, and I'm hearing about the local unsung heroes and whatever. And it's almost back to some of the things that I've said, which is I'm having those conversations. They're having a real positive impact on me. What a shame that others can't hear and listen to those conversations. So starting tomorrow, I'm launching a series called Confinement Stories. And I will be in conversation with individuals and families around the world to discuss how they are coping with this sudden change to, to our world and hoping that um, in a strange way, we are, all be, we are all united in isolation and hoping that their stories and their perspective will bring a smile into people's um, face during maybe a, a tough time that they, they'll be going through. And... And that's um, so. If you are interested to to be a guest, if you have family members, friends um, that are kind of around the world as well, that you think would be good fun to have on board, if you'd like to get, get in touch, so it's uh, confinement stories. Put that in the, the subject line, and the email address is pascal at pascalfintoni.com. So thanks for asking, Johnny. Brilliant. And and where whereabouts do we go online to find you and also the confinement stories? Okay, so with a name like mine, uh, I suppose like yours, it's you could just Google me, Pascal Fintoni. Um, so I've just given you the address a moment ago. I'm on LinkedIn, uh, I'm on Twitter, and I'm also on, on Facebook. But if you want to check out the way I approach conversations, you certainly can You've go on my website. You've been the Johnny Ross Audio Experience. Thanks so much for joining me. Video blog, if you want to continue the conversation, head over to my website, fleek.marketing, or find me on LinkedIn. That's all for today. Please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, tag me in your social media posts, and please leave me a review on iTunes. It will make a huge difference for me. I will see you soon. Amazing tips uh, and uh, and really helped people uh, reconsider how they could use video. So it's I think it's been really valuable. Thank you so much. Thank you for uh, meeting Julie. And uh, uh, but yeah, we're going to say say goodbye now. Uh, thanks for watching. Uh, please join the group. Share this uh, if you're watching on replay. Just put hashtag replay. Uh, but thanks again. Stay safe. Stay at home. And take care, everyone. See you all soon.